0: it's the northwest outdoor show with lance fisher your guide for fishing and hunting in the great northwest now here's your guide lance fisher hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of the northwest outdoor show thank you for tuning in and uh we're bringing you the show from baja mexico as we are just about i guess we're just about into 2018 and uh what a year, and why not bring the new year in from uh, our friends from the south as I'm hanging out down here, enjoying time with the family. If you're hearing a little wind in the mic, that's kind of what you get as we're overlooking the ocean. I was going to do the show inside, but I was like, nah, no, that, that kind of sucks. It kind of defeats, defeats the purpose of being here and kind of bringing you a little sunshine and a little bit of happiness from the south as it's uh, 80 degrees here. That's that's typical, of the daytime highs right now, 82, 83. Saw 84 one day this past week. And uh, just absolutely beautiful as there's lots of change happening here. As it is, you know, we're moving into January, water temperatures are starting to decrease, uh, but they've held on and so is the fishing down here um, over the course of the last couple of weeks. As uh, you know, a lot of the a lot of the species around here are dependent on on warmer water, and as the cooler water shows up, some of the species kind of bail out, and other species tend to show up and become more uh, a part of the catch. Right now, uh, a lot of dorado, which tend to be uh, dependent on the warmer water, uh, they're still around, and guys are still going out and catching a few fish in the area and you know getting two three four five fish uh per day or per morning however you want to do it but we're also seeing more and more wahoo um start to show up and and be a part of the catch too but uh we're we're north of cabo on the pacific side and hanging out in an area around Toto santos anybody that's uh been been down this area knows that uh this is kind of a I don't know i guess you'd say a little bit more remote it's not quite as touristy and you know we we just kind of move around down here as we're discovering baja and hanging out down here we've uh, been up to la paz we've been up to los burles um, on recommendation of some of my fishing clients as we get into all sorts of conversations out on the boat and rarely does a day pass where somebody doesn't bring up mexico and and the fishing that's been done there, and Los Periles is a is a great little fishing town, and area, and uh, of course spent time in San Jose del Cabo, fished out of Cabo San Lucas, but um, you know it's just part of part of the Baja experience, is really just just discovering Baja and and spending time down here, and learning what you enjoy and what you don't enjoy, and isn't that you know a lot of what we do up in. The Pacific Northwest is—you find fishing you like, and you find fishing you don't like, and it takes time to kind of discover who you are and and what you really enjoy. And as you get into new types of fishing down here in Baja, it's—I I would say it's it's really on that order. And and uh, you know, for myself, like up in the Pacific Northwest, I like variety, and I don't mind trolling, but do I want to do it? you know, all the time for all my fishing trips throughout the year? No, I I like to go out and enjoy different parts, different types of fishing, and some of the more technical fishing um, that's available. And that's certainly available down here. But, you know, similarly to guides up in the Pacific Northwest, a lot of the guides down here, they want to take the rods out of the hands of the clients and make it less dependent on their skill levels and more about you know what they can control, which is indicative of a lot of guides up in the Pacific Northwest. And you know, hey, it, there's a time and a place for some of that stuff, but um, you know, it's fun to, I don't know, live by the sword, die by the sword to learn and to fail and to succeed. I think that's uh, I think that's a part of at least what's fun for my fishing, and is is hey you know if you if you pull one out of one's mouth which you can do down here just the same as you can do up uh, in the Pacific Northwest back bouncing, you know hey you learned and what a no greater way to learn than to fail, in in my opinion so lots of opportunities to do that anywhere in the fishing world and and. That's I I think that's part of what we enjoy is discovering discovering new ways to do things and new ways not to do things. And it's it's just uh, a pleasure to be in some warm, sunny weather, as I know, as I know right now in the Portland area, it is cold and cold. It's just doing what it does in December in the PNW. And and that's it's cold. It's wet. Little snow, little ice sleet you name it and that's one of the reasons that that we try to head south um you know at least a couple times during the winter to discover what's going on down here and possibly be able to here in the coming year or two bring you some sport fishing opportunities down in the baja peninsula as we i don't know expand the fishing that we're offering at lance fisher fishing and um, look at not only the fishing here locally as we've got plenty of it and lots of fun stuff to do locally, but also there's obviously so much fishing to be done both, uh, you know, nationally and internationally. And I just so happen like to, I kind of like to travel and kind of like to go check these things out and learn these things. And then, you know, take the learning curve, eliminate it, and then, uh, you know, help people out, uh, and, and put them in the right situation. I've, I've been out a ton down here in Mexico and it's hard. (laughs) And I've said this before, it's super hard to find good guides down here. It's super hard. If you've fished with guides in the Pacific Northwest, not just me, but you know, there's, there's lots of really good guides in the Portland area, especially, uh, It's hard to find guides down here that are really, really, uh, they're really doing it and that are doing more than just a boat ride. Um, You can certainly find lots of that in Portland. um, But honestly, and I know of some of those guys, they don't last. Um, They don't hustle. They don't work. They're not competitive, something. They're just kind of flipping the switch, punching the clock. And there's tons of that down here as there's... You know, really, very little competition um, down here in Mexico. There's lots of boats, but there's very little competition. I don't know if, I don't know how you explain that um, other than, you know, people kind of come and go. um, The tourism comes and goes, and, you know, and, you know, what percentage of those people return. I think guys, you know, for the most part don't care. They take the money. Uh, The other thing, though, is, and this is kind of an American thing, and just, um, you know something that we're to blame for is everybody expects a deal down here everybody wants to pay very little um, and so you kind of wonder okay well the boat's kind of crappy the gears crappy the lines crappy broken lines are, are very common down here a lot of people bring their own gear but you know you're paying a guy 225 bucks a day 250 bucks a day for the boat what do you expect so you get what you pay for. And I think the guys that are, that are doing more, there's fewer of those types of guys. Um, you know, yeah, they've got their little niche clients that are, that are wanting to pay more. Most of those clients have come from some of the cheaper Ponga boats where they've gone out, they've done the boat ride, maybe caught a fish or two, um, had crappy gear, rusted out gear, rusted out hooks, um, and just decided that they want more. But there's lots of that in the Portland area, too, um, where you've got the, you know, the guys that are the Groupon guys or the cheap guys that are, you know, trying to cut a deal and to run a deal. And then, you know, I, I've heard it over and over again. It's like, well, a guy, you know, he didn't have this and he didn't have that. And I'm like, dude, what do you expect? you know i mean what do you want i mean there's there's nothing for free is there and and there's nothing for free down here so i think a little bit of it's on us is just you know people want a deal you come to mexico you've got the exchange rate you got an 18 to 1 exchange rate right now Um, you've got lots of buying power with your dollar and you know you kind of expect it there's lots of bartering that goes on And yeah, you kind of get what you get, but, uh, we'll be back with more. We're uh, broadcasting from the Pacific side of Baja, just North of Cabo San Lucas. And hopefully you can stick around on this, uh, final edition of the Northwest outdoor show for the year for 2017. We'll be back right after this. Just keep trolling along. We'll be back with more of the Northwest outdoor show. Back to the Northwest outdoor show with Lance Fisher. Welcome back. And thanks for tuning in and, uh, as we say goodbye to 2017, and and we're getting into 2018, and if you're hearing a little background noise, today we're broadcasting outside on the Pacific side of Baja, north of, um, north of Cabo San Lucas, and overlooking just a beautiful, beautiful morning. And for the most part, blue skies, the occasional cloud that is uh, more just... Um, not even a thick cloud, just a kind of a light, hazy cloud that is more company than it is anything, nothing that's going to keep you from getting a suntan, but an absolutely beautiful day, and just been a beautiful couple weeks for us as we've hung out here in the Baja. Uh, the family and I, after a, after a long year of working hard, and I know many of you guys have too, Uh, we, we kind of, we run our whole year just, just to be able to get away and to spend time to hang out and to enjoy the people in Mexico. We just, we, we love it down here and we enjoy the people. I know a lot of people are afraid of it. Uh, you know, just the fact that you, you know, you show up down here and it's only the bad guys with guns. And I'll be honest with you, I kind of subscribed by the same, you know, uh, with the same fear for many years until I visited down here and just realized, Hey, this is just, it's just a cool place, super chill place, um, lots of good fishing, lots of people that uh, um, love life and enjoy good food and enjoy family. Um, lots of fishermen down here uh, hanging out and uh, not just from the States, I mean local fishermen that just that like you and I just love to fish and they've got that in their DNA and they enjoy uh, life as a fisherman. And uh, what better place to do it down here as as they get all sorts of opportunities with, uh, with billfish and with uh, yellowfin tuna that, you know, range in size from 15 to, you know, in the hundreds of pounds. Wahoo, uh, uh, last time down, I know, you know, my dad, uh, Ray, caught just a beast of a wahoo, a really, really nice wahoo. The last time we were down here and uh all sorts of bottom fish and i mean my gosh if you're a fish taco fan i mean this is (laughs) this is the place to do fish tacos but like like anything you know you've got to hunt you've got to search you've got to you know find the right guide find the right charter that's that's for you and i've been spending uh i don't know this is it's it's been a few years where we've been looking around and looking at those possibilities down here and Certainly that's not all I do down here, but I do spend a whole lot of time uh, experiencing the fishing and looking at the fishing and talking to people and trying to get the DL on, on what's shaking uh, down here, because it's no different than uh, what you've got up in the Pacific Northwest in, in that there's, there's guys that know and a lot of those guys that don't know, they don't talk and i don't hey i don't blame them i mean i've got fisheries i just and things that i do that i flat out i'm not going to talk about i'm not going to do it on the radio and you know i don't subscribe to the thing well hey man it's everybody's information and everybody needs to go out and catch a fish and you know, it's all about just helping each other out. No, y- you know what? If you're the guy saying that, it's because you suck, okay? Because the guys that suck are the ones that want everybody to pull their pants down for them, and that's how that works, okay? So let's not let's not actually <laughs> let's not let's not like create this illusion that somehow it's um, you know it's some socialistic idea of fishing, you know, where it's all about everybody and you know. Uh, this brotherhood of fishermen. No, it's not. It is not about that. And it's not about that for the Mexican people either. It's about homie that's growing up down here and he's got these little humps and he's got these little reefs and he's got this little stuff that's not on charts. It's not on iFish. It's not on the internet um, showing up and he gets to catch his for him and gets to go out and, um, you know, catch a bunch and come in and he's got the fish and the other guys don't and and you know what that's what it's about back in the pacific northwest too i mean even within a place like buoy 10 there's things that guys do that yield opportunity that yield results um that they're not sharing with everybody okay um, and that's just, that's just what it is. And then there's guys, it, it, what the worst is, is the guys that act like they're sharing all this information and they're just lying to people. Okay. So I, I'm kind of in the other camp. I'm just going to say, I'm not going to do it. All right. So let's just get that out in the, out in the open. There's just certain fisheries. Yeah. We're not going to talk about their certain certain gear techniques. No, we're not going to talk about it. And that's, I, have probably cost myself a ton of money in this business because I could have done, you know, the whole Yakima bait uh, thing uh, a long time ago. And I just decided, you know, I'm I'm not gonna do it. And I'm thankful for the sponsors that have stuck around like the Shimano's, the G Loomis's that understand what's going on with fishermen. And that is, is that top elite fishermen who have spent years and years and years um, developing their craft, are going to give you the basics and beyond that they ain't going to tell you nothing okay and that's just a part of the deal and uh, i've had really good friends i mean guys that really showed me the basics a long long time ago that never gave me beyond the basics because it's like hey man it's like go out and learn this stuff go out and enjoy this stuff go out and fail go out and be frustrated go out and suck And you know what? If you stick around, you're going to eventually figure it out, and you're going to have earned it, you're going to deserve it, and maybe at that point you'll protect and respect the sport with that sort of, I guess, effort that's gone into your knowledge and obtaining your knowledge. Whereas if you're given it and you're just handed it, do you really respect it? And I'd contend no, you don't. And you see it all the time. You see guys that have just been handed this stuff And they're the guys that are—they're pulling their pants down for everybody, and you know because they don't have any respect for it. They haven't—they haven't endured. They haven't struggled. Yeah, they struggle. Um, They struggle because they're not very good. There's no depth to their fishing. Um, It's—it's surface, um, but it's not—I guess you'd say practical. It's not deep. Um, so anyway, it, it's no different down here. You've got to dig and you've got to search and you've got to look and you've got to get frustrated and you've got to observe. Um, you need to get a hand along the way, but you know, with those basics, but you know, at the end of the day, you need to go fishing and, um, you know, there's going to be times down here, just like up in the, uh, up in the Pacific Northwest where you're going to have to go burn a day. You're going to have to go burn two days and three days and four days. And, and I've done that where You just need to go and fail um, to scratch it off the list and to know that that's not an option anymore. And, uh, you know, gosh, amazing fun. All right. Uh, More segments to come. We'll be back right after this on the Northwest Outdoor Show as we broadcast from the Baja. Stay tuned for more with Lance on the Northwest Outdoor Show. Let's lock and load with Lance Fisher on the Northwest Outdoor Show. If you're listening to this program and you're a boat owner, so many boat owners out there, this is a time of year where we're taking a look at our boat insurance. We're taking a look at our gear. We're taking a look at what needs to be fixed on our, on our boats. Make sure that the boat insurance thing is something that you actually spend a little bit of time on and, and really spend very little time on it by just simply calling the folks at the Boat Insurance Agency. Uh, all they do is boats. They've been sponsoring this program for years, and I, I I don't have any statistics on it, but as many people as I know who are insured through them, I, I, I don't think there's anybody that insures as many people Pacific Northwest boats as they do and the reason being is they're experts they know what a jet sled is they know what a pump is they know what the boats are the manufacturers uh, they know what these things are if you've ever dealt with a national uh, insurer they don't they don't they don't know what a lot of these boats are that we're rolling around in and uh, at that point you really know that you're insured You can find them at BoatInsurance.net. That's BoatInsurance.net, and you can give Neil or Jeremy a call, Um, and there's lots of other people in the office that are there to help. Let them know that you heard it right here on the Northwest Outdoor Show. They've been longtime sponsors, and uh, like I've said before, I was a client long before they ever sponsored this show. So anyway, reach out to them and uh, say hey, and uh, just just have them take a look at your policy. Make sure you're covered the way you – You need to be and and speaking of which man i wish i'm sure the people down here wish that there was a boat insurance agency down here is there's a whole lot of cash transactions going on down here i mean uh the insurance market is not robust down here you basically show up with cash you buy things with cash and you repair things with cash and it's uh that's just kind of how it works down here is um It's kind of an interesting economy as, uh, you know, obviously you're not going to find too much financing on homes down here. Uh, People roll in with cash and whether they're Mexicans or whether they're Americans and here you go, you know, and that's kind of that's kind of how it works. We're uh, broadcasting down from uh, just just north of Cabo San Lucas on the Pacific side, overlooking a beautiful Pacific Ocean, a very flat Pacific Ocean is. you know, we're transitioning out of the warmer water and into some of the cooler water and, and lots of whales migrating just, uh, oh, I don't know, half a mile off the coast from where I'm sitting. And actually, I haven't, I haven't done a whole lot of looking for spouts this morning, um, but there's been pods of uh, two to six whales at a time kind of meandering south past our position here as, as I'm sitting on a rooftop overlooking this amazing beach and uh, amazing water and uh, with so much life and it's uh, just fabulous. The kids have been surfing and there's been some fishing going on. And uh, even as the kids are surfing down here, you know, you see these little bait schools swimming through the surf. It's really cool, Um, you know, as they uh, are, I guess you'd say uh, backlit with the sun or front lit, actually from where we're at they'd be front lit, but as the waves come up and thin out you know the the um, depth of the wave kind of decreases and uh, uh the sun will illuminate these schools of 10 20 uh fish that are that are darting and trying to elude predators and there's lots of them out here on the near shore lots of rooster fish are here locally. Um, lots of Sierra, or what the locals call mackerel, and the mackerel will run up to about 10 pounds, six, seven, eight pounds. Um, big, big, strong fish, and you'll catch the occasional Dorado offshore. I've got a friend at the coffee shop that I visit every single morning, and uh, he fishes every single day, and we kind of compare notes, and, and he just fishes off the beach. He's a surf fisherman, and we'll um, jerk, jerk plastics. Um, and, and he's in the know. I mean, he's, he's in, he's in the groove. Um, they break off lots of fish close to the rocks. These are big, strong fish that will rip you a new one. And, um, you're you're fishing around a lot of structure, and because of that, you're it's it's it's, it's, it's not a guarantee that you're going to land anything. I mean, they could they could snap you off on just about anything out there. Um, it's certainly where the boat comes in um, if you're able to cast into shore, um, kind of evade the surf, stay just outside the surf lines, and then cast into the shore. Obviously, that that makes for some. Uh, um, decent opportunities, but at the same time, you need to have a reel and gear that can, you know, that can put the screws to them, you know. And it's it's interesting, you know, as you're casting, and anybody that's done a lot of this, even with, uh, you know, for salmon, is that you've got to have a light, a lot, light, light enough line to cast, um, but yet a strong enough line to, you know, really... You know, give yourself a shot at pulling some of these fish out because these things have got motors. I mean, they've got big-time motors. Any of these warm water fish, I mean, they are super fast. Um, they've got super long endurance. Um, I mean, everything out here swims fast. I mean, if you're not fast, you're either not going to eat or you're going to get eaten. So, um, you know. But uh, I've I've regularly shown up um, with my Talica 10, 2 speeds, and I've talked about these reels. Probably one of the best. All-around amazing reels. Um, of course, Shimano makes them. They're Italica 10. Um, I love that reel. I cast them. I troll them. I can do just about anything. I use them for sturgeon um, up on the Columbia River. I also use them down here for um, just about anything. The only thing I'm not really equipped to do on them, but i still got a shot on them, is the blue marlin. Um, they're also really good up where we're at for, um, for tuna. And you can either, for albacore, you control them. You can also live bait fish them. I mean, they're just super, super diverse. Um, and they're bulletproof, unbelievable real. And if you're going to invest, if this is kind of the fisherman that you are, where you go different places and you want lots of flexibility with your gear, especially you know gear that needs to handle fish that really, really pull you know that that Tallica series is—it's—they're not cheap. They're a little over five hundred bucks a reel, but I use the I use the tar out of them, and I've got the ability just with um, my my deal with Shimano to send these things in whenever I want to get them tuned up. And I I've I've had them now for two years, and I've never sent one in, and that's to even get tuned up. So these things are designed to take big time abuse. And uh, I, just, I, I just absolutely love them and uh, enjoy having, you know, good equipment like that. But you can show up with a rod like that. And um, what was recommended by me from Chad Norm Oil is to show up with the 9-foot um, GL2-1084s. And I was like, no kidding, you know, which, which is a really popular anchor rod um, from G. Loomis. It's a, uh, also a very popular uh, bobber rod. It's a popular trolling rod um, for guys that like a little shorter stick. It's a great diver and bait rod for down in uh, down in Astoria for running Delta divers. I mean, it's a super super versatile rod. I've got a, I've got a bunch of them and and even the E6X series has a similar action in the 1084 um, as well. But you can show up down here with a Talica 10 two uh, two speed or one speed reel. Um, with some 30-pound Maximal Ultra Green and, and a 1084, and you can catch a ton of different species. Um, I, I think that's a great setup to fold up and to put on the plane with you. you you're going to get a lot of mileage out of that. I usually bring two of them with me, and then I will bring the Therese um, mediums which is a uh, rod that i use for for sturgeon and for tuna up in the pnw and bring that down here and it's a fabulous trolling rod down here and it does just amazing it'll also drift um and do incredible on the on the yellowfin tuna as well so it's super versatile i'm bringing baby four rods And I'm totally hooked up. I can totally really, I can really do anything I want to do. The only thing I'm not really equipped to do, but I don't really have any desire to do it, is just to plunk surfing gear. You know, and at that point, you want an 11-foot, 12-foot rod. I could easily do it with the reels that I've got. Um, You know, totally do it with the reels I've got. Um, You know, but I just, you know, it's kind of not my deal. My dad enjoys plunking and uh setting up on the beach there's a lot of locals that do it and do it very similarly that, to how we surf fish uh there along the coast in oregon washington and it's just basically a, a dropper line and uh you know a dropper line and some and some bait super simple all right one more segment to go we'll be back right after these messages on the northwest outdoor show It's the final cast with Lance Fisher on the Northwest Outdoor Show. All right, final segment, and thanks for tuning in as we're broadcasting from the shores of the Pacific, down in between La Paz and uh, Cabo San Lucas on the Pacific side, and enjoying just a beautiful morning, a beautiful, beautiful ocean, Super flat, just a little bit of a little bit of wind, um, but we're talking about seven, eight miles an hour so. A beautiful, um, just a enough to break up the surface, which is which is kind of nice. I don't like a glassy surface. I mean, the the surfing people do. The surf the surfing people want the glass, uh, but if you're fishing, you know, a little broken broken top is never bad, and uh, uh, currents flowing to the south. we've got the whales that are that are migrating south right now and um, you know you'll see you'll see singles and doubles and, and six at a time that are kind of moving south past our location and spouting and a special um, a special time with the family the other day as we hiked one of the knolls here locally. And looked out and saw about six whales just playing around we could see their shadows the whole time and then them breaching and then uh finally a full breach by one of the adult whales i mean like full breach i mean like the the commercial type breach where the whole thing was just airborne and we were just like wow and we were all watching it and it was just it was super cool but uh an amazing place as uh um, I've come to love the Baja and uh, love it as uh, kind of a second home and enjoying the culture, enjoying the fishing opportunities, enjoying the people, the food, the wildlife, and everything that, uh, that goes along with it down here is as uh, kind of supplements uh, my first love, and that's uh, the salmon fishing, the steelhead fishing of the Pacific Northwest and, and so many places there still yet to explore and to discover and to enjoy and and we're so blessed uh but it's also nice to be able to get out and away and see some other places and see some other fishing and catch some other species and um eat it differently (laughs) and uh i don't know it's it's all a part of the fishing lifestyle as as you um hopefully grow in income capabilities and you grow in your um desire to explore you can come to places like this and enjoy um i don't know a new a new way of doing things and uh, new people and uh you know that's one of the things i love about fishing is that fishing brings me to these new locations to discover new things new ways to do things new techniques new species and and uh new obsessions as we as we get good (laughs) <laughs> or we fail um and i and I think that's a part of life you know for those of us with uh that are passionate about fishing, you know you discover and you learn something and you're ready to learn something else and, and and that's not to say that you know I'm done learning salmon fishing or done learning steelhead fishing that's far from the far from the truth is there's tons still to discover and and certainly there'll be years where I get my butt kicked it'll kind of remind you that you've never really arrived. Uh, but, but you, you come to a place where you do have more bandwidth to learn. And, uh, that's really what happens when you come down to the Baja, uh, or anywhere from in Mexico, for that matter, you, you have to go out and learn and discover and fail and go with, go on trips and guides with guides that, um, isn't really what you would do again. It's a one-time affair and, um, you know, only to come back and do it a little differently the next time, but uh, uh, an amazing day, beautiful weather as we are um, wrapping up our stay down here. We'll we'll uh, hang out on the beach today, and the kids will do some surfing, and then we will uh, head to our one of our favorite restaurants here this evening, and uh, last time we've been there once already, and we'll go enjoy some Uh, local snapper probably at least I will I don't know what everybody else is gonna enjoy but I love the fresh fish that we get down here and uh, enjoy some fresh snapper and and uh, some other I don't know Mexican delicacies and beautiful food uh, in a beautiful setting and uh, it's just an amazing place and then I get to come home and enjoy the cold uh, rainy stuff and I'm looking forward to that too, because I'm uh, ready to do some steelhead fishing, ready to get back out on the drift boat and the willy boat and enjoy um, the fishing that we've got there too, as uh, As that starts to shape up for the year. And it seems to be off to a decent start uh, by all, mm, by everything that we've seen, given the water conditions and lack of mobility in some cases, there's been some pretty decent fishing so far, so I'm expecting a decent year for the winter steelhead return, especially in Tillamook County. And uh, um, look forward to getting back and, and enjoying a new 2018, what a great time, huh? Yeah, a lot to look forward to and I'm um, looking forward to sharing another year with you on the Northwest Outdoor Show. I appreciate all of you continuing to support the show and, uh, and I wish you all a very awesome, New Year. We'll see you next week, same time, same place. In the meantime, keep those lines tight, and we'll see you.